This is my single mama diary. My name is Miriam Angel. And of course, we are in the ninth episode of my single mama diary. I didn't think I would actually make it this far. <laughs> Kudos to me. Now, my little girl is actually going to turn five years old on the 13th of June and I have a list of things that I need to get her. Jeez, man, it's so difficult. I don't even know if I'm going to get to see her because of the COVID crisis that's going on right now. But let me cross my fingers. Everything is going to be fine. The day I gave birth um, at the labor room, there's a woman who lost her child. She gave birth before me and I was just like, hell no. Why the hell are you going to... Like, you found me here. How are you going to give birth before me? I felt so bad. But then later on, of course, after I delivered my baby, I realized, I noticed that she didn't have her baby with her. So I asked, and I was just like, where's the baby? And then she said she lost the baby. And I wish that I would have never asked that question because I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know how she felt and at that moment I, I was grateful that I had my baby with me but also I felt her pain you know being a mom you are in charge or there's someone who, there's a human being who belongs to you <laughs> and you have to take care of them and at times you just don't know you're just winging it as a mom or as a parent um, I have a friend of mine Vinny we've known each other for quite some time worked together on our first jobs and I have been I've been around her long enough to see her struggle goals and her pain and Venny has gone through a lot of a lot of things and one of the things that she has actually experienced is miscarriage and not just one yeah not just one so today I'm talking to Venetia Akoth I want to know about the whole experience because I'm not in a space where I'm able I can talk about miscarriage I've never experienced that but I know it's so painful the loss of a child is just the most painful thing to a parent it doesn't matter whether your mom or a dad it's just I don't think anyone should have experienced that let's have a conversation with Veni hello hi mama how are you doing I'm good how are you I'm fine been a minute <laughs> I know I know. How is how is motherhood, first of all? Let me just start with that. Uh, what do you want to know? Which part? <laughs> no, no, literally, how is motherhood? How is How old is Nathan right now? How many months? He, he's six. He's turning six in three days, six months. Oh, yeah? Mm. Are you sleeping? <laughs> he's sleeping right now, yeah. No, you. How many sleepless nights have you had? Oh, my goodness. You know, there's so much that we were not... You guys didn't tell us. I know. You just told us how beautiful babies are and you show up with your two cute babies and we think, oh my God, I want that. Yeah. But you didn't tell us the full story. I mean, why do you think... <laughs> I'm always like, I'm not having another one yet. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell us the full story. But it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. All the sleepless nights are worth it. Let's talk about let's talk about you. I've been around you long enough to know that you mm. really wanted a baby and I did. Yeah, how was mm-hmm. that? How was it like for you uh, wanting a baby and it just not happening? Um well, for started for a long time before before trying, I I, I had a fear. I don't, I don't know. I just was afraid that I was afraid of people even seeing me pregnant. <laughs> I thought it was embarrassing, imagine, for a while, for a long time, actually, growing up. Yeah. So I didn't want to get pregnant. It's not pretty. I wanted babies at some point, but I didn't want to walk around with a pregnancy. I don't know how that was going to work. <laughs> so we got to a point where now I met somebody and wanted to try. 
Before that, I had a history of hormonal imbalance. So I went to see gynas here and there, different doctors, um, but the issue wasn't really sorted. Mm. So then one doctor I saw, because I saw so many doctors, about six different doctors. So one doctor once made a comment that I might not be able to have kids in the future because of the complications that I had at the time. Mm. And so that stuck with me. Because I remember, um, mm. I'm sorry, I remember this one time at work. I remember um, we we're talking about babies and then you just told me I can't have babies. And I was just, yeah. what do you mean you can't have babies, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I was told that by a doctor, mm. you see. And this is a really good doctor, very famous, yeah. And so that stuck with me. And so the guy I was seeing at the time then happened to have a baby with another woman. Hey, so oh. That really... That was something. It really got me down. And so now I wanted to prove to myself that I can also have a baby because this guy had a baby with another chick in our relationship. Okay. Mm. So um, I, I started trying just to prove to myself and the world and to this guy that, you know what, I can also have kids. You didn't have to go all the way out of our relationship, no, to have kids. And so I tried and tried and tried and tried with this guy, but nothing. And so I proved to myself that I cannot have babies. So when I met my current, my baby's daddy, (laughs) when I met him and he told me he wanted a family and he wanted kids in the future, and I told him, just stop right there because I am not able to have babies. And he told me, what do you mean you're not able to have babies? Because you're the one who gives babies. Mm -hmm. It's God who gives babies. And so I told him, fine, I understand, but I'm telling you, I've gone to doctors and doctors have told me that I cannot have babies. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Hioniako. But we left it at that. Yeah. So every time he would bring up the, you know, I want a family business, I would just uh, block it, yeah. you know. And then one time he asked me if we could try. I told him, I cannot. So he told me, just stop with all the negativity. Let us try, you know. Yeah. It's no pressure. Let's just try. So to me, it started becoming pressure. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if I could. Because at the back of your head, you're just like, the doctors have told me this. Yeah, the doctors have already said it. I've tried it with my ex. It's not here. Yeah. So what makes you think that you're any different? Yeah. And surprisingly, two months later, after we had started trying, one time I just woke up and I wasn't feeling fine. I was feeling funny. So he told me, you know what, let's go and buy a kit. It was in the middle of the day. Yeah. He told me, let's go get test kits. I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I've just missed my period, Kidogo. And it's normal because of the hormonal imbalance that I've been having. Sometimes I would miss my periods. And so it was, it was normal to me. Mm. But he insisted, let's just go buy those kits. It's what? It's cheap. Let's just go and buy. We went to the shops, went to the chemist. We bought the, we bought two kits. Um, went back home and tested immediately. And then... Two lines. Positive. <laughs> I, I told him this is a lie because yeah. most people say when you test early in the morning, that's a bit more accurate than when you test later in the day. So because it was in the middle of the day, I was like, ah, it's probably not accurate. Let's try again. Fasting tomorrow morning. Fasting tomorrow morning, I tried. It was positive. I told him, nope, it cannot be positive. I'm going to the hospital to do a blood check. Yeah. <laughs> because this cannot be true. The following day, I went to the hospital. I think I was at work even. Then I left the office and I went to <laughs> the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it came out positive again. I could not believe it. Yeah. 
Oh, I think that was the happiest day of my life. I was confused and happy at the same time. Then it dawned on me, I wasn't really sure if I was ready to have a baby. No. I just wanted to prove to myself that I could get pregnant. But now you were not ready for it. I don't think I was ready for a baby. Oh, shit. And also remember... I've always had the fear of being pregnant. Exactly, because you're like you didn't you didn't want to be seen pregnant. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Ah, it was a conflict. It was a conflict in my head, and so um, I just took it a day at a time. The guy was really happy. Mm. I was happy, confused. It was a mixture of emotions in my head, and so five days later, I went to the clinic. My friend of mine works in, at a clinic. She's a nurse. So she asked me to go over to her place and get, there's a certain purple book they give to pregnant mothers. That book should guide you all through pregnancy. Yeah, that's the one for the clinic. Yes. Yeah. So she asked me to go so she can register me for that. I went with with the, um, my baby's daddy and um, we did all the tests and everything. Everything was okay. Yeah. And on our way back home, I started feeling some cramps. On reaching home, I went to the toilet and then I found some spots of blood. Um... So then we called my doctor and um, he told me to go get some pills. So my baby's daddy rushed to the chemist and got me some pills and then I took them and he told me to stay in bed. I did that and I just stayed in bed for the night. When I woke up in the morning, I was in excruciating pain. That was that was hell of a pain. Yeah. I was in so much pain and I was in a pool of blood. No. Um, so... I called my doctor again, and he told me to go to his clinic. I went there, we did an ultrasound, and I had already miscarried. That was five days after finding out I was pregnant. I didn't even know how far gone I was. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything. We had announced it to our families, to our friends. It was... Yeah, because it's like you're super, super excited. The one thing that you knew you couldn't have, then all of a yeah. sudden... What what mm. happened afterwards? I went home. I was heartbroken. I cried. Um, I felt like I had disappointed um, my man at the time. Yeah. Because I knew he was so excited about this. I knew I had a conflict in my head. And so that also broke me because I started feeling maybe it's because I wasn't sure about this. And so I'm being punished. Mm. It was just, it, it, it was conf- confusing for me. But he was very supportive. And I don't know. I just went back and buried myself in work and yeah. in music because I really love karaoke and music. So I just buried myself in that. I remember that same night, because mm-hmm. I woke up in the morning, I having miscarried that same night, um, I had a show. I went. <laughs> you just went and hosted karaoke? Yeah, <laughs> I went. I went and did the show. Uh, but I was in so much pain and I was so heartbroken. How long did it take you for you to um, start trying again for another baby? I didn't stop. I didn't stop trying. I didn't I, I didn't go back to any pills or any family planning methods because I actually I have never been on any family planning method. Yeah. Ever. Max two. <laughs> I have never been. And so I just continued to live my life. So three months later I got pregnant again. Whoa. Yeah. I remember that one. 
I remember it that was one. in December, yeah. yeah. I remember that one you told me, yeah. Yeah, so three months later in December, I got pregnant again. This time, my doctor told me, I changed doctors. I was like, let me try another doctor, see if he will guide us better. Yeah. Then I, I, I found another doctor and this time he told me immediately, stop whatever you're doing, stay home, stay in bed. Mm. So I stopped going to work, stayed in bed. Before I stopped going to work, before finding out I was pregnant, I kept on going to work. And then I, I would notice I was bleeding. Mm-hmm. It was spotting, not bleeding. It was just spotting. It's not period. Yeah, I wasn't I sure what it was. Then I tested and found out I was pregnant. And my doctor told me, stay home. So then this time I went and did an ultrasound and found out I was about nine weeks gone. On the ninth week, I remember that day, my brothers were not feeling well. I had an afternoon shift at work. Yeah. My brothers were not feeling well. My mom didn't go to work, so she decided to take my brothers to the hospital. So while there, I started feeling crampy. So I asked my mom if I can do an ultrasound. She was like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And I went and did an ultrasound and I was told that my baby wasn't breathing. Oh. Yeah, they couldn't hear the heartbeat. So how far along were you at this moment? I was at nine weeks. Okay. So they couldn't hear a heartbeat. I called my doctor, he didn't answer. I called my previous doctor. My previous doctor was in Kakamega at the time. Mm-hmm. So he told me, um, well, the ultrasound guys were like, because there's no heartbeat, we're going to declare this um, miscarriage. So I called my previous doctor and he told me, come over to Kakamega right now. So I called the office, canceled my shift and took a cab. My mom took me this time with my brother. And then I don't know if it was psychological or what. There and then I started bleeding. Heavy clots of blood and so much pain. So we're on our way to Kakamega. It is a long ride. We are not getting there. I am in so much pain. So you thought the first time I was in pain. Hey, this time I was in pain. We got to the clinic. Apparently, my doctor had was at the theater at the time. She was attending to other patients. So I had to wait. As I was waiting in his office, the clots were getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I couldn't take it anymore. I don't know what happened next. I think I, I, I lost consciousness or something. Because I don't remember what happened next. The next thing I know, I'm waking up. And um, my boyfriend was there, my mom was there, my friends were there. So I asked them what happened, and they told me I had miscarried. And they had uh, taken care of, you know, cleaning my, with my uterus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went home. And yet again, yeah. This so, happened again. This mm. is now the second miscarriage. And yeah. what were the doctors saying? Why did it continue happening? At this point, no one has told me anything. Yeah. And so after this, I called my doctor after I'd settled down, maybe two, two days later. I called him and I, I, I wanted to find out what is not happening. What is going on? Why can't I hold a baby? And he told me he thinks, he's not sure. He thinks that um, I my, my stomach is weak. Okay. Yeah. So I asked him, what should I do about it? Yeah. He told me he'd get back to me because he wasn't really sure what it was. And he told me we should do some tests. We didn't get around to it because, you know, after that, I just went back to work. Yeah. You know, all this happening and I'm just burying myself in work because what can I do? You know, 
how is the relationship with Joe at the moment? Right now, or at no, that time? at that, that time. time, yeah. I've never met a more supportive man ever. I don't know if it went for him. I I don't know how that. I'd have gone through all these things. I don't know if I'd have gotten over it. I don't know. He's he's just amazing. He was there. He was understanding. He, you know, despite the fact that he really wanted babies, and he would have gone for any other woman who is able to conceive. It's not like we were married, you know. Yeah. But he stuck by me, and we, you know, we went through this together. Uh, I really appreciate him for that. So about four months later. Yeah. I conceived again. Okay. Once again, as soon as it happened, I stopped going to work and I stayed in bed. So this time, my doctor was proving to be very busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so every time I would call him, I wouldn't find him on phone or I would find him, but he's not in town. And, you know, yeah. so I was doing this thing on my own without understanding exactly what was going on. So I was yeah. just staying in bed, you know, because yeah. now what, what else can I do? And then my grandmother asked me to go to her place. And so we can try herbal medicine because now, you know, we've yeah. tried the hospital, it's not working. Yeah. So she asked me to go over so we can try herbal medicine and get a midwife and all that. Yeah. And I agreed. I remember before we went that day, before we traveled, we went to the hospital, we did an ultrasound. It should have been maybe 13 weeks at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 13 weeks at the time. <laughs> When we went to my grandmother's that night, I bled. I think it was because of the traveling and I was told to stay in bed. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to be moving. So the traveling, I bled that night. But then I, the, the midwife came the following morning and rubbed some some herbs on my tummy and yeah. massage and, yeah. you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> At that moment, you could try anything. you just like, yeah. you know, let's just try anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because our grandmothers have been here since time immemorial and I was yes. sure I, I wasn't the first person this was happening to. Yeah. Yeah, so they must have been doing something at that time. So I was hoping it was going to work. And um, um, maybe three days later, my doctor called me and he's like, how far gone are you? I told him I was about 13 weeks. 13, 14 weeks, I think, yeah. Then he told me, where are you? I told him I was in, you know, I was very far from where he was. Yeah. And he told me, we might be too late this time, but just stay at home. Let's see how this plays out. I was like, what do you mean too late? Uh-huh. He said, we should have ticked your cervix because your cervix is weak and cannot hold a baby. We need to stitch it to be able to hold a baby. Oh. Oh, so I asked him, am I too late? Can I go to any hospital? Yeah. He said, we can't do that until, we can only do that anytime before 12 weeks. We can't do that after. Oh. So disappointed and true to his word, the following morning I woke up 6 a.m. I went to pee, got to the toilet and then a huge clot dropped in. I called my aunt went and called my grandmother and I told her it is happening again and then I started feeling pain so they took me to the hospital by the time we got there I was in so much pain the clothes again I was relieving this once again no there, um, you know the processing getting me in you know signing everything mm. by the time we got in I, I think it was too late because when they no. did the ultrasound, they told me that the baby was already dead. So when I went, they checked me in and um, during the day, before they even gave me some pills to help clear 
you know, abort, <laughs> get rid of the baby. Yeah, now yeah. it's already dead. Um, my water broke. And so the doctor came and gave me that pill. I took it. And um, that night, I delivered a baby. <laughs> no. Uh, I delivered a baby who was already dead, who had not even fully um, developed because developed, it was like a small head and two tiny little hands and legs. Uh, I think I, 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 I blurred everything that happened after because I don't, don't remember much. I don't remember much. I'm in the habit of trying to blur everything that is not very pleasant to yeah. me. So that's what I did. I blurred the rest of my stay in hospital. I blurred almost everything that happened after. And um, yeah, it was the third time it happened. I'm so sorry. Um, it happened again the fourth time. I didn't stop. I didn't stop believing that one day it was going to happen. At least this time, what we came out with is my cervix is weak and yeah. Um, yeah. we can stitch it. Uh-huh. How many miscarriages did you have before having um, Nathan? Four. So Nathan was my fifth pregnancy. You had the urge to continue, continue trying. What pushed you to continue trying? My partner, to be honest. Mm. Seeing how he wanted this so bad and how he stood by me through everything, yeah. I wanted to give him a child. I even had a conversation with him telling him, you know what, you can be with anybody else. We can even be together, but you can have babies with other people. We can adopt, we can, you know. Yeah. There's so many other options. But he told me, he kept on telling me, we will have kids of our own. And that kept me wanting to give him kids of his own. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, Nathan, the pregnancy, the whole process. What did you do different? As soon as I found out I was pregnant, I stayed home, yeah. I stayed in bed. This time, I had to make a decision. I had to choose if I wanted to go back to work or if I wanted to have a child. And so I made the decision, work can wait. I will always have another job. Mm. But I really, really wanted this pregnancy to work out. And so I went and I talked to my bosses and I, you know, I told them I have to do this. Mm. So I quit my job. And I stayed home. And then, because um, my partner was in Nairobi at the time, and I was in Kisumu, we found a doctor in Nairobi. And I went to Nairobi, stayed indoors. I just stayed in bed. And I thank God that I had the most amazing mother-in-law ever, because I was with her most of the time. And she took very, very good care of me. Oh, my goodness. I thank God for her. Because mm-hmm. I did literally, I woke up, ate, went to the toilet, <laughs> came back, ate, watched. To, I, I, that was my life for for nine months. Nine months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did the doctors uh, stitch the cervix? Did they? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, at thirteen weeks, my cervix was stitched, and um, yeah, I, I just stayed in bed like they like they advised. Mm. And then at around um, six months, now they started advising me to walk. They would just do short walks, you know, still don't lift anything heavy, just take it easy. And so that's exactly what I did. And they kept a close eye on me and I got really good help. And nine months later, Baby I was in labor. 
Uh, let's not even talk about that labor. Oh, oh no. That, that's a story for another day. <laughs> that's, that's a story for another day. But yeah, Nathan, Nathan is here. Yeah. He's growing so well. He's beautiful. Oh my goodness. He's the most beautiful baby in the world. Oh, yeah. Me. He's my miracle, I, if I must say. Yeah. 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 And and all this, I think, I think, obviously, I thank God. But I really thank Joe, my partner, for, you know, believing that we could do this, that I could do this, and holding my hand through everything and not giving up on me. Yeah. Because if he had given up on me, I would have given up on myself. True. Way back and just focused on my career. But because I saw his determination and how he really supported me and took care of me, I decided, you know what, let me do this, if not for myself, for this man. Yeah. 